Hey. How's it going? Good. Tell me what you think about money. Hmm, I'd like more of it. Why do you want so much of it? For I can um, get transcripts for this podcast. Yeah, but it's like, is it an evil thing? I think it probably is, and I really don't want more of it. I want to be just enough of it. You know, what's what's enough of What's enough money? What do you think enough money is? Well, it depends what unit you're using. I mean, it could be seven or it could be nine, but it depends what the unit is. If the seven represented seven billion dollars, then that would be fine. But I don't know. But I want to know how it even happened. How did we get ourselves to the point where we were handing around rectangular bits of paper and that became incredibly important? That's rubbish. Yeah, That, that is strange because... You know, it's oh. Speaking of money, you know, I'm I'm going off on a tangent. I was over in Europe for the first time. You know, just yeah. recently. God, yeah. I love I love color money. Money that's colored. Oh, you know, that, yeah. I, your money's, I, I, I your money's say, boring. Yeah, it is. It's like I got it, and I I just wanted to, you know, I don't know, like wave it around as I was walking down the street. Which probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> But how did it even start? Like, how did we get from swapping things to sort of saying, actually, I don't want to swap things anymore? We used to call that barter. And you would say, I've got two sheep and I'll swap it for your chicken. Actually, that would be a bad deal. I'd say yeah. you need like 10, 10 chicken per sheep, at least. Yeah, yeah at but least. You'd, you'd, you'd say, I've got a sheep, give me the chickens. And then at some point, somebody said, no, give me a rectangle of paper instead. Yeah, yeah. That is odd to think about because it's like, did we at some point feel we needed to have more than the other. It wasn't this equal thing anymore. You yeah. know, I, yeah, it's like, okay, just swapping stuff doesn't give me prestige and people look at me and stuff because, you know, they can either swap with me or they can't. But once I have that stuff in my hands, they're like, whoa, you know. But yeah, also, I guess it's a matter of storage because storing rectangles of paper, you can store quite a lot of those in just a shoebox. Yeah, but they didn't really have shoe boxes back then, probably. But you know, imagine trying to uh, store the equivalent number of sheep. Yeah, in really. Your, that yeah. that would be like a big, massive field of sheep, and yeah, but... your money can run away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you can't put unless they do sheep banks. But of yeah. course, banks didn't actually occur till they had money. So which came first? You know. Well, that would but... be a strange concept if you set up the first bank before. Before money was invented, you saw people walk in and say, what's this for? Well, you can deposit money. What's that? We've no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, yet um, to be invented. Yeah. I want a safe box for my sheep. No, so but a bank, I have them for money. A bank back in like the ninth century or something would have been like a massive cage to store sheep. Yeah. Sheep That's what and we're chicken. Saying. Yeah. Sheep, chickens, <laughs> rabbits, any kind of kind of animal <laughs> but also but it could be anything it could be grain it could be cornflakes it could be anything how did we end up with paper and why is it a rectangle why is it a rectangle yeah why did they say okay we're going to do coins they're going to be round and they're going to be metal and they last a lot longer yeah because round and they're, things are hard they're to not make. as yeah they're not you know everybody throws a coin somewhere so they have to last a lot longer because you just put them somewhere because you never use them because they're the small things so it was like okay you know the other stuff is more it'll eventually disintegrate maybe or or um it's not any good anymore you imagine if you if you've got a big sheet of metal and you cut a load of coins out of it 
you're left with quite a lot of metal. Yeah, you yeah. could make more coins out of that. I wonder if anybody ever did. They just like, yeah. cut all the cut all the coins away, and with the sort of topological bits that you couldn't match together, the little sort of almost like diamond shapes that you were left with, you could run off and be like a millionaire out of all the you bits. Could. But why round and why rectangles? Why not square? Or why not have little cubes? Yeah, little or tiny octagons. cubes of money, octagon, octagon money. That's what yeah. we need. Yeah, that's what I figured. You know, that's... <laughs> yeah, octagon money. I'm pretty sure we have some octagon money in British history. Yeah, yeah. Maybe have... it was around the coins because they foresaw the needs for coins and where they would fit neatly, piled high, you know, symmetrically. And yeah, but it, but I yeah, I don't know. It rolls. Yeah, it does roll. And then what would all those people do that, you know, have found fun things to do on YouTube where they rolled <laughs> coins or they landed on their edge? Maybe it would cheat if it was square because it would be easier to land on its edge. <laughs> so I reckon all money should go back to being chickens. Here's an interesting story, right? In the in the UK, you have things in the US. You have checks, right? You spell it yeah. differently to how we do, but you have checks. Yeah. The The bank produces checks. And they produce this little booklet of checks, and you get like a hundred in a booklet. And before all the credit cards and all of the whiz bang internet technology for paying for things, you you basically would write checks a lot. But the check is made for the convenience of the bank, because then it's a standard size, it's a standard shape, and they know where all the boxes are, and they can check whether it's real or not. But it's just for the convenience of the bank. And there was a farmer. And he got really annoyed with his bank, and I've no idea why. But he found out that it was just for the convenience, and he found out that you can basically write a check on anything. So he wrote a check on a cow. (laughs) This is true. He wrote a check on a cow, and he took it into the bank, and he said, cash that. And they had to cash the cow. I wonder if that's where the expression comes from. Yeah. Cash cow. Cash cow. Yeah. Maybe it was all his doings. I think he missed a. I think he missed a trick though. He should have taken a, like an armadillo, in yeah, or maybe. a porcupine or something, or a skunk. Yeah, a skunk would have been good, you know. Here, cash it, you know. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Toss it into the bank. Shout, cash it. Shut, shut the door quickly and <laughs> just watch, watch the mayhem. Uh, we we now have plastic money in the UK, and it's it's the devil's own work because you still have paper money, and if you fold it. Broadly speaking, it stays where you folded it. So you fold it and you come back a day later and it's still folded. Now we have this plastic money. It doesn't matter how you fold it. It immediately unfolds itself. So you put it into your wallet and it's like trying to push a spring closed or something because all this money wants to open up. And it's really hard to actually count them individually. So you know that thing where you sort of lick your fingers and you just count the money like that with the paper money? No. No, what happens is your finger gets stuck on the first one. It's like, oh. Yeah, now is, so that, to, is that euros? No, we've got pounds. Pound, oh, pounds you got are all, to, okay. You stole, yeah, we, yeah, we stole the idea off the Australians. It was, yeah. it was a bad idea, but we stole it anyway. So now, we, like I say, we've got all this plastic money. I mean, it's cool. It's nice to look at. It's fun. It's colourful. But is it's, it, um, Is it thicker? It's about the same thickness, but it just doesn't behave in the same way. So you can't... You just literally can't... So... So imagine you get it and you fold it and you you put you run your thumb down the fold line so that it in, you're really intending it to stay shot. No, that banknote's got no intention of staying shot. It's just thinking I'm going to open up right now. 
And so it does. So if you've got a stack of like a hundred of these things, you're fighting a losing battle. You know, even like a heavy heavyweight boxer couldn't get that thing to stay shot. It's going to throw you off every time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So what about the people that snort? Use you know, use bills to roll up and snore. I wonder if they oh, that works. Well, yeah, I th- yeah, I think they're in trouble. Yeah. They're not going to be able to keep that thing. It's Mind gonna, you, it's probably, yeah. it's probably cutting down on drug consumption. Yeah, there's, that's there's true. A, <laughs> there's a pro. <laughs> yeah. What do you um? Have you ever actually? Have you ever handled fake? Have you ever handled like forged money? To your knowledge, you ever held a bank? You know, not to my knowledge. You know, yeah. now whether I I've handled it, that's another question. I mean, you know, I actually have. Yeah, you have. Yeah, what, I, what happened? I was, you, you get I was in. I was in. No, no, no. I was in a shop one day, and a guy gave me a uh, a pound coin, and you know he had no idea. I had no idea. But as soon as it landed in my hand, it just something about it looked wrong, and so I looked at it more carefully, and it was just like it was. How to describe it? It was just like poorly made. It was like a just a cheap knockoff. You know, like you see a cheap knockoff of your Nike yeah. shoes or something. There's just something quirky about them. They haven't got quite the same standard. So I examined it, and guy guy was like, well, sorry, I didn't know anything about it. But it, apparently, if you do hand over fake money, you are breaking the law. Whether you intend to or not, you are actually breaking mm. the law. So I quickly took him to court, and hes uh, I think he's still languishing in jail, poor chap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, all over that all over the crappy pound. forge. <laughs> yeah. when, uh, when I was at school, a friend of mine who I don't know anymore, and this, this happened like a year after we all left school, she got she got done because that she was involved in like printing money, yeah, like actually trying to fake money. I just think don't even bother. Yeah, it's, it's like you know what, get on your inkjet printer and you know, yeah. Oh, well, guess, that looks really good. <laughs> I'm guessing that's why they've gone to the plastic money though, not because it's impossible to fold. Because I'm guessing it's just like really difficult to fake plastic money. Because getting be. all of those bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to when I was a kid. We found out that we could get. Um, uh, there was certain, you know, like washers you put like when you put a screw in and you have a metal washer that yeah. you put under it and stuff. Well, that was there was a certain size one that we could use for dimes in vending machines. <laughs> and and for the longest time I think they caught on at some point but for the longest time it was the one that would replace 10 cents here in the US <laughs> and you could you could you know not every vending machine did it so you'd have to try different ones but a lot of them did it so we were going to the hardware store and you know buying up a bunch of those cuz they were a lot cheaper um than 10 cents each so it was yeah yeah, a similar story when I was at school. Okay, so vending machines were brand new when I was going through school. They were quite a new thing. And I'm guessing these days the sensors for the coins are probably oh, pretty, yeah. pretty sophisticated. You know, it'll probably scan the coin in some way and weigh it correctly. But basically, so long as you put anything that represented similar to a coin, it would give you whatever you wanted. And so a kid in, in um, my metalwork class, he just took a sheet of metal 
and he just made a ton of coins. How? <laughs> but guess where he guess where he used them all? He used them on the vending machine outside the room oh, where he cut was... all the coins. And he did it as soon as he'd cut all the coins. So it's like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, had, had ink all over his face. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't get to the end of the day without getting in a lot of trouble. But man, his face was covered in chocolate. He was as happy as a pig in the proverbial. <laughs> I bet you know. Last project gone wrong. You know. Yeah. What do you think about the idea of like a universal currency, like like one money that everybody spends? Would that be cool? You know, that's that's interesting because um, you know, as long as it's colored. You know, if if we take a you know, take advice from um, anything outside of the United States where it's actually colored and different sizes, I love yeah. the different sizes. I you think know, the different sizes should be proportional to how, like, direct. It should be a straight line, linear graph yeah. of how big it is. So a five pound note or a five whatever note would be half the area of a ten pound one, and we ought to make like five thousand unit bills which are literally the size of a football field yeah. you have to just walk around the street just <laughs> massive money look how rich he is he's got the hugest big money no sorry go on no but seriously um you know i, I i'm sure there's implications financially you know all the governments and everybody would say there's reasons we got to do it all differently, you know, but I, I'm, I'm simple minded in a lot of ways. And I'm thinking, you know, except I wonder how much of a, it, it, would that then be universal would be, there'd be no um, rate difference. There would be nothing. Everybody just buys the same thing. Probably some countries would say that's unfair because, you know, we, I never see more than one dollar because of our economic <laughs> situation. I sure would like to see a hundred dollar bill someday, but it's not within my reach. So there, there might be a lot of bias, and then we become in, we become prejudiced with our money. I am. Um, I'd be curious to know. So, all right, imagine there's a global currency because if you go to every other country, there's always there's always some person on the money. There's always some lady or bloke. Yeah. Who would it be? In the UK, it's always the queen. It's always the queen. Oh, there's this great trick you can do. If you fold it correctly three times, once over each of her eyes, and then once between her eyes, you can make a happy queen, sad queen. You tilt the note slightly, and she totally changes. She goes from looking really jolly to looking really miserable. I it's bet ridiculous. they did that on purpose, you know? It's like whatever mood you're in, yeah. you know? But then on the back, it's usually some sort of scientist or pillar of the community or somebody from history like Isaac Newton or something like that. Yeah. The question is, if we had a universal currency and there had to be a picture on each of the different notes, who would be your nomination for the... Yeah, uh, who would be the nomination of... Who's the global um, whatever? Kermit. Um, Kermit would be good. Yeah, Kermit, I, 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 totally. could, I could definitely go with Kermit. Yeah, Nobody's getting offended by Kermit. yeah. Yeah, I, I bet somebody's getting offended by Kermit. Maybe we should just go for some boring stuff like you know shapes. Yeah, like shapes, squares, squares. Yeah, but a I, square I like on a square on a square, or yeah, a square on a, a rectangle with a great big picture of Gandhi sitting next to Kermit yeah. on a triangle. Yeah, 
And then we could have very Southern Muppets on the back, you know? <laughs> There's Miss Piggy for $5. No, Miss Piggy probably needs to be one of the bigger ones. but So, you know. basically, the money needs to be covered in Muppets. Muppets, yeah, Muppet money. See, <laughs> that would be great, you know? Hey, you know, the international global money, Muppet money. It's know? not even called Muppet money. It's just called Muppets. Yeah, You've got yeah. How, much, how many <laughs> yeah. Muppets is that? That's yeah. 25 I think, Muppets. Yeah, there we go. A whole new, yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm rich. I, I'm rolling in Muppets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, t- tell me this, right? Because this is my understanding. Obviously, money's all made up. It's not, it's not real. It's yeah. not like you can go anywhere and, you know, sort of change it into something. It used to be that you could change it for actual gold. And then we got rid of the gold standard. So... What if we all just stopped believing in it? What if everybody just turned around and said, hmm, not really convinced by the money? Yeah, that, I'm not that'd be, do it. be quite a nice, nice liberating experience for about eight seconds. Yeah, it would be. And what if, yeah, nobody, what if nobody, I wonder what would be the maximum amount if we did that and we didn't spend, nobody spent any money anywhere. <gasps> How yeah. long would that, could that go before, I don't know, somebody freaked yeah. out? Yeah, before it all just, the whole system collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, if we all just withheld our money. Yeah, nothing, you know, nothing, no transactions, nothing online, just, you know, at all. I I do like the idea of kind of stopping believing in it, because it it isn't, it's not real. You know, there's literally no kind of real thing backing it up anymore. Well, at least as far as I'm aware, you know. And also, where does new money come from? I mean, I know they print it, right? But how how do they decide? How does the central bank, or whatever it's called where you are, how does the central bank decide there should be this much money? How do they know how much is stored under beds? I think they have, like, you know, the lottery. They have this thing they roll with numbers on it. How many are we going to print out today? Oh, let's just That's turn that on, you know. And they, they all sit around and watch this little screen, internal screen, and wherever they are, and they just, yeah, they say, hey, you know, oh, we're going to do $5 billion today. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Let's throw that yeah. out. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt. There's no signs to it. There's no clever people sitting there thinking any yeah. of this through. And this bit always freaks me out. When, when you hear, like, especially at this at this time in history, that borrowing is going up. The government's got to borrow money. <gasps> Where? Who's it? Yeah. Where's it borrowing it from? Yeah. It's like, you know, do they go to down to the um, one of those corner places, you know, that you get high interest rates? Because then they complain about the interest rates. And, yeah, do they go down there and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm the government. You know, you have like a couple billion. Oh, yeah, let me That's get some right. paperwork got, going. I've got a badge. It says I'm yeah. part of the government. Um, no, no, they go to see Jim Henson. Him and yeah. his Muppets, they just, yeah. they're yeah, just they, shelling they, it out. Yeah, they, they are. Yep. As, as much yeah, with, as they want. Yeah, get those Kermit bills out. Yep. <laughs> so, all right, another question. What would you do? All right, let's 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 make up an amount of money, which is just absurd to have. Um, all right, let's say $100 million. If I if I suddenly gave you a hundred million dollars now, seriously, what would you do with it immediately? I don't mean over the long term, like investing in some yeah. sort of radical portfolio. What would you do with it? Man. That's that's a tough one. Yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, until it happened, what would you do with it initially? Um Well, I would Let's see. I'd go out and buy a good bottle of port. 
Yeah. Before I could sip on it and think about it a little bit further. You when know, you say a good bottle of port, how how good? Uh, you know, I, I, I got a, um, since we were in Porto, I got a, a the 20-year um, Gramesport. And it was only like 59 bucks or something. So that, you know, I mean, I could buy a lot better one, but... <laughs> Maybe I'd, maybe I'd buy one. yeah yeah maybe I'd buy two extreme ports you know and I could taste them <laughs> and say and then I could consider the value that I have in front of me because okay I have this fifty dollar port and I have this let's say ten thousand dollar bottle of port yeah. now how much better is this ten thousand and what does that mean to me with my hundred million dollars now as far as how I use it the um. The port, it would be really hard to judge if one was literally 10 times better. Yeah. I mean, it's like for me, if you were spending like $1,000 on a bottle of port, that port had to be made by Jesus or something. Yeah, yeah. Because we did the 10 and the 20, and, you know, the 20 was at, I could say was twice as good as the 10. Yeah. If you want to look at literally, you know, it was, there was definitely a difference there. But, yeah, that many more would it. But yeah, I, I honestly, what would you do? What would you do? First I don't thing? know, but I love the fact that given a hundred million dollars, you're like you're spending fifty dollars on alcohol, <laughs> and then just like waking up tomorrow and thinking, I still got nine ninety nine point nine thousand dollars. What would I do? Okay, I'm just going to be frivolous. I like probably wouldn't do any of this. I would probably give quite a bit of it to some local charities. I know, I know, I know. But I would also probably buy something a bit ridiculous, like yeah. know, maybe a maybe a nice guitar or, uh, you know, a, whatever bottle of port you got, I'd buy a better one than that. <laughs> I'd get like two of those or a more expensive one. Hey, I was once in a restaurant in Tuscany, right? This restaurant, we just stumbled into it. And on the back wall of the restaurant was... Just it was a wall filled with glass cabinets. It was really tastefully done. These little wooden handmade cabinets, each one containing about six bottles of wine. So a glass door, three behind there, another glass door, three behind there, and just stacks of these. And at at, at floor level, the bottles of wine were like three three dollars, let's say. As you got higher up, they got more expensive. So by the time you were sort of like eye height, they were about a hundred dollars. It was all in um Italian lira, yeah. I guess, at the time. Yeah. Um, and then by the time you got to the ceiling, which you had to get a ladder to get on, there were two bottles right in the middle, and they were 59000 the equivalent of fifty, about $59,000 for these <sighs> bottles of wine. Wow. And I was thinking, what? Like, how good is that? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. is it, what is in? Is it unicorn's blood? or? <laughs> yeah, I know. What's in it? And the chances it's, of you opening it and it being disappointing, it's like, yeah. I could have built a hospital wing and instead I've bought disappointing wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would do is if I was ever had the opportunity, I had that bottle of wine in front of me, I would have to sit down with you and have you taste it first because of how you react to sushi, I would oh, want to yeah. see if you have that same reaction to a $59,000 bottle of wine. Yeah. I th- I think there's quite a high chance I'd have some kind of internal hemorrhage, and you know never never recover, like yeah. the wind change kind of thing. I'd just be like, oh, it's so good, I can't, 
I can't do anything else. I'm giving up. It's an epiphany. My life is complete. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I'd be buying expensive wine. I might buy a, with that kind of money, honestly, I think I'd, I'd probably get myself a, like a, a, this is ridiculous. I'd get a reasonable car. I wouldn't get like a flash Lamborghini oh, no. or a Ferrari or anything. No. I'd get like a one off the forecourt of a local garage, which was pretty good, which came with yeah. like a, a fairly decent warranty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of, couple of guys who come to where I live and they park near the beach and both of them have a McLaren. And these McLarens are absurdly expensive. I mean, I don't know what they're worth, but mm-hmm. they're, 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 you know... You can buy giant houses for the cost of these cars. They're like £700,000 or something like that. Just crazy amounts of money. And uh, and they, they don't seem to be able to get away from the car because they're always loitering near it. And I'm, I often wonder to myself, is it because you're just terrified of leaving the car? So, you know, you've got here, you've driven here, it's taken you several hours. Maybe, I don't know where they're from, but they always end up on the beach here. And then it's like, but I can't go to the toilet because... <laughs> I can't leave the car. car. Or somebody <laughs> scraped the car. Because you imagine, like, on my car, if somebody took a key and just decided to scrape a foot-long piece of paintwork off on my car, that's about 80 pence to me. Yeah. That's the repair cost to that. It's like, I'll go to the shop, get a bit of black, and buff it up. Yeah. For the McLaren, <laughs> it's like it's like 100 grand of damage right there. Yeah. You become obsessive over your possessions because you're so worried. And I think you're right. Going back to what you said, just because you can buy something beyond what you would normally need or want doesn't mean you should do it. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, there's a lot of things. I mean, when you're thinking of, yeah, charities, you know, all the different stuff. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways probably things you don't even think of you have the opportunity and you end up giving away so much of it because how much shit see I use the word shit because yeah. that that's the first time in this show you know oh, yeah yeah we got to remember that anyway yeah. i have so much shit that <laughs> I, no you said it once but you didn't say it in this context but i have so much shit do i need more shit you know it's like how much yeah and that's where you i think everybody looks at people that have all this money it's like how why you know how much how much can you have and how much more do you need and yeah where's the where when does the treadmill stop going i guess yeah it's is that just a sentence said by people like us who don't have loads of stuff (laughs) <laughs> no, like, I, I I'm going like to make that. myself feel better because I haven't got a load of stuff. I'm yeah. going to mock the people yeah. who've got loads yeah, of stuff. Yeah, really, that's it, you know. <laughs> there, there's a bit of that, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, you you, you have more than you need, but, yeah, I like 90% of that same stuff or something, you know, okay. maybe we think. i got a couple of other things quickly. Okay. Um, first thing, why does money what, – what is inflation? Like, I, I mean, genuinely mean it. I don't get it. I don't get why – like, why is £100 not worth £100 10 years from now? You know, and my mum and dad, when they bought their first house, it was like £2,000. I can barely fill up a tank of fuel for £2,000. That's an exaggeration. But, yeah. You know, yeah. it's worthless. I could, I, basically, I could spend that amount of money on a fairly good bike. Yeah. And my parents bought a house for that yeah. kind of money. Yeah. Why does it, why does it keep... 
Why? Why, yeah. why are we on this treadmill of money going down and it being worth less today than it is in 10 years' time? That, you know, I, I, I think I, I think I almost flunked economics in school. In fact, I'm almost <laughs> sure I did because never it absolutely made any sense to me. You know, it was like, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather go outside and roll in the grass or something than yeah. sit in this classroom. No, I, it's, you know, I've, I've been around a while and yeah, inflation is like, oh, here comes inflation. And then we go through it and. You know, you see certain things really expensive. You see other things not as expensive. And suddenly inflation affects this particular item. Yeah, it's... it's For, it's, for those people who get it, it makes sense. But yeah. I've, never, I've never spent the time trying to get it. I've just kind of assumed it was part of the natural cycle of things. But I guess, it, does it have to be? Can't yeah. money be equivalent today as it was last year and the same tomorrow? I, I don't know. I don't. I, don't yeah. I guess it's some sort of supply and demand thing. I've never been very clear yeah. at that kind of stuff. No, I haven't either. And if you understand it, does it really matter when it yeah. happens? Like you I go, oh, I get it. Yeah, but does, what does that mean? You get it. So you're smarter than everybody else and you get it. But, you know, it's still happening. And the fact that you get it doesn't make it go away. Yeah, the, the other thing that I always feel when I'm listening to people at the top of the food chain in terms of monetary policy and all of that kind of stuff is it's just they're working on the best guess. You know, yeah, we're going to calm inflation down. What are you going to do? Well, we're going to do this, this, and this, and it might work. All right, it might work. What What do you mean it might work? Um, there's no right answer. There's just trying to, you know, there's just trying to sort of feel their way through it. And another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is last thing I think for me is cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, all that kind of stuff. Oh, you, you've got any of those? You know, I've no, I don't have any of those. I've I've not quite had the desire yet. I've you know I've heard people talk. We've had on other podcasts and stuff. People talk about it, and every once in a while, it kind of I I can understand like NFTs. They'll kind of get through the concepts, and I'll okay, I kind of get it. And then I'm like, yeah, okay. And yeah, I, I, I get it, but I don't get it. I don't get the infatuation. I don't get the cycles of it. Um, it's like, you know, it, it's like everybody's, what do you want to say? I'm trying to think of the word. Everybody that's involved with it are basically, schizophrenic because they're you know oh it's great oh well yeah whoa whoa, sucks oh oh." you know (laughs) they're they're just like going off on all these levels and it's it's almost like to me i don't need that more shit like that in my life i don't need more stress of something that is so whatever even and if it's the future or whatever yeah the future i mean cryptocurrency now we're talking about other things that aren't square or aren't round and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's not just not even it's not even that it's square or round it doesn't even it's not even there yeah it's just like a electron yeah. <laughs> but they do electron. have bitcoins and whenever you see a graphic of a bitcoin it's a coin although yeah. it is not a coin no no you can't put that in your vending machine and get no, free you chocolate can't. no you <laughs> cannot i actually had a bitcoin right at the beginning well i'm not right at the beginning but fairly early on before you know 
it's like when you've got your favorite band and you were into them before everybody else and you like yeah. to say yeah i used to listen to nirvana before you yeah. would heard of nirvana i was a big yeah. fan. i had the t-shirt yeah um i had a bitcoin when i think i paid like 12 pounds for it or something so it wasn't right at the beginning but it was fairly fairly early on and uh i had it for a, i don't know about a week and i thought i don't i don't really want this i don't know why i bought it so i bought i bought a, a year of vpn uh, i paid for a year of a vpn for a, my computer oh. and uh and it, it used up the whole bitcoin and uh and if i kept it a few months ago it would have been worth nearly seventy thousand dollars i feel like i've been cheated bitcoin <laughs> what what happened there yeah, yeah that's not justice is it no that isn't <laughs> and it's like you know so to me if you have this bitcoin that was you bought for 12 pounds and now it's worth seventy thousand dollars and you'd use it to get a vpn could you go out and buy a seventy thousand dollar car with it right now oh don't even say it it's so, I mean, but could you? I mean, would they have to take Bitcoin, or you'd have to get somebody to what buy it? And you, I don't actually... think I don't. I can't think of anybody who's actually bought anything. I don't know anybody who's actually <laughs> bought anything yeah. with Bitcoin. Well, except me. Yeah, I'm the singular idiot who yeah. bought something with a Bitcoin <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. There's a guy in the UK, right? This is such a horrible story. He um he he started mining Bitcoin immediately like he was there day one mm-hmm. and he started mining bitcoin this story's totally true by the way and uh and he just set, let his computer run and back in the day when there was basically him and probably a f- half a dozen other people trying you to include bitcoin <laughs> no no, <laughs> no uh, you were the sadly of- sadly yeah i hadn't heard of it <laughs> yeah. um yeah i was still trying to cut the you know the sheet metal into circles <laughs> yeah. um he 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 made seven and a half thousand bitcoin right? Seven and a half thousand Bitcoin, uh, which when Bitcoin topped out, at whatever it was, basically he was worth um, half a billion dollars when it was worth what it came to be worth. And then now yeah. slumped more recently, half a billion dollars. But he made it all before it even took off. Yeah. And at some point he just thought, this is ridiculous. It's going nowhere because it wasn't going anywhere. It still looked like a stupid idea. And he, um, yeah, he got rid of his computer. He just, you know, one day switched that computer off and just thought, yeah, I'll send it to the charity shop or whatever. And it went into landfill. That's the truth. It went into landfill, <laughs> the hard disk. And, the, you know, the, the actual Bitcoin are on the disk. Yeah. It's not like, like you said, it's not like they exist. You can't hold yeah. them in your hand. And so when it became worth a lot of money, he suddenly realized his enormous folly. He saw on the news about Bitcoin. He was like, oh. <gasps> I've got seven and a half thousand of them. Did quick some some quick maths. Realized he was quite a long way on the way to being a billionaire, mm-hmm. and apparently spent quite a lot of time scouring the local landfill <laughs> site, uh, trying to get his hard disk back. But the problem is, yeah. every disk looks the same as every other disk. Um, yeah, you know. So I, I, ah. I, there's a bit of violin music going on in the background here. I'm yeah, really. Quite sad for him because he wasn't really trying to do anything exceptionally yeah. just lucked out it's like winning you know the the, the yeah. national lottery or something over here yeah yeah but man and, fair. yeah it's a, it's a it's confusing so i i often think of if somebody for example if he was he let's say he kept it and he was worth that much what does that mean does that mean he can he could actually sell all that and have that cash in his hands and go out and buy a good bottle of port yeah, he could. 
He totally yeah. could. He could sell it on a on a, on an exchange, but he'd probably collapse the whole system because he's got. Yeah, that's lion, what I was going to say. I've got a little fact for you here. Okay, fact. this is this is my nomination for the world's best money name. Okay, it's the Vietnamese currency. It's called the Vietnamese dong. Dong. The dong, D-O-N-G. Yeah, I I think I vaguely have heard that dong. Viet- yeah, just say that to yourself, Vietnamese yeah. dong. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that a nice sound. Yeah, yeah, it's it kind is. Of, kind of onomatopoeic, Vietnamese yeah. dong. Man, I have a lot of dongs. <laughs> exactly. I am loaded with dong. <laughs> yeah, I got my muppets, but you got the dongs. You're yeah, really? superior. Yeah, I, I'm all, like I'm, the... I'm, I'm done with money. I yeah. Think. Yeah, money know. is I, it. So why are we? Why why do we call this a shit show? Maybe we should just touch on that a second before we go. Okay. Because yeah. What 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 did we? Um. I I remember. Now I I don't know how we actually came up with the idea. It's hard to say how either one of us probably comes up with any idea. Oh but no, this was your idea. Was it my idea? Yeah. Oh, I'm to blame. Okay. You sat so, next to me and said, "Should we do a podcast?" And I said, "Yeah." yeah. And yeah. then you said something like, what shall it be about? And we both sort of said, I don't know, load of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got into talking about the creative ways you can use the word shit and how flexible it is. Oh, it's such I a good th- word. Yeah, I think I think that's what inspired us because it's, you know, it's bad, it's good. It's um, And I always wondered this, just to kind of go off on a small tangent here. Why, when you're walking down the street and somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I have some good shit here, we're going to assume they're selling drugs. Oh, they're so, totally selling so drugs. So good shit is only drugs. Is that the case, you think? Well, unless they literally have a bag of high-quality feces. <laughs> uh, but, but it's not like they're trying to sell um, carrots. You know, hey, no. I have some good shit over here. And you go over and, oh, it's carrots. Yeah, I've been looking yeah. for some. some. <laughs> well, it'd be yeah. like, you know, do you want some Muppets? Do you, want a few, do you want a few Muppets? It just doesn't work, does it? And that no. word, that word gets you out of everything because you've yeah. got complete deniability. Yeah. You know, somebody says he was selling drugs. No, I wasn't. What were you selling? Oh, I don't know. Some shit. Yeah. Some shit. Yeah. But you totally get it. You know. Yeah. And the weird thing about that word is that no matter what the context, you basically understand. You do. And it can be used in hundreds, that's not an exaggeration, Yeah, hundreds of different contexts, yeah. which we will explore, I'm sure. Yeah, we will, because, you know, it's, um, you know, we'll be deep in shit. But see, oh, that's so a deep. negative connotation, though, because yeah. that's usually that. So we shouldn't be... Deep and shit. And then even the name of the podcast, A Shit Show, is really not literally a shit show because a shit show is when there's, well, I guess it could be. It's when people think there's this chaotic mess. Yeah. And we're, we're not really that chaotic, you know. I mean, when the people that know us know we're not that chaotic. So, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. It, it's the most versatile word pretty much in the English language, I would say. And yeah. it's used all the time. Like the vernacular, it's just become common parlance to use it all the time. Basically, to substitute it for, well, literally anything, anything you can more or yeah. less, any like a noun, just put any noun, um, replace it 
with that. And and if you're sort of using it in the right context, most people will understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, and it's and it's something that it's a good um, it's a good add-on. Let's say that because you go oh, or you go oh shit. Yeah, and there's a different thing, or that's that's bad, or yeah. You know, so it's like this little word that just feels like it needs to be added on things to kind of direct the exact emotion that's happening. It can mean good. It can mean bad. It can be the depths. It can be the heights. Yeah. Any old shit. Yeah. Any old shit. And that's what we're, that's why we named it this because we, you know, it is, it's just, we're talking shit, you know, and not literally. No, I mean, the thing though is, but let's hand on heart, let us be honest with ourselves. It is also a shit show. <laughs> it is. It really you is. Know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, 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 the amount of time we're going to spend making these episodes is horribly low. Yeah, it's, you know, we it are, is. We're going to deliberately scrape the barrel. We're going to cut every corner. We're going to not do any research. We're just going to talk and waffle and talk shit. Yeah, yeah and we are. And, yeah. Um, and let's just see what happens. Yeah, we'll see if, you know, anybody is interested in subscribing or following us or if they just think, wow, you know, they're full of shit. 